Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony. Check out our website, deathsquad.tv. That has every past episode of Kill Tony. You could also click on tour dates and come see a live show. I now own a brand new comedy club here in Austin, Texas, called the Sunset Strip Comedy Club. And go to that website at sunsetstripatx.com. Come check out the show and say hi. Tony Hinchcliffe has his own website, tonyhinchcliffe.com. He's always on the road. He's going on tour. Check out Everything Golden Pony at TonyHinchcliffe.com. Also, KillMerch.com. That's the new official merchandise of the Kill Tony show. You got shirts, hoodies, hats, bandanas, posters, stickers. Go to KillMerch.com. And now here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. from the Comedy Mothership here in Austin, Texas for our brand new episode of Kill Tony. Give it up for Tony Hitchcliffe! Are you guys ready for the best fucking night of your lives tonight or what? Make some noise for Red Band, everybody. Hey, everybody. (laughs) You're at Kill Tony, the number one live podcast in the world, brought to you by the Red Rose, the Yellow Rose, Gel Blaster, Austin Security Guard Service, and Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, which proudly presents the Kill Tony band that you just witnessed, ladies and gentlemen. Here in the live music capital of the world, that's the great Paul Deemer on the horns, John D's on the keys. Matt Muling on the electric guitar. And this is the one and only D motherfucking madness right over my right shoulder here. This is it. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Before we start, here's a little bit more from the amazing sponsors that made tonight's episode available for you right now. Hey, y'all. It's official. It's announced. It's out there. My largest stand-up tour of my entire life. All the biggest theaters in all my favorite cities. Toronto, Canada. Royal Oak, Michigan. San Antonio, Texas. Chicago, Illinois. Charlotte, North Carolina. Atlanta, Georgia. Columbus, Ohio. Kansas City, Missouri. Indianapolis, Indiana. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Tyson's, Virginia. Just outside of D.C. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Youngstown, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. San Francisco, California. Sacramento, California, San Diego, California, Phoenix, Arizona, New York, New York, Clearwater, Florida, and Jacksonville, Florida. Tickets available at TonyHinchcliffe.com. Come see the crazy Texas fucking stand-up that I've been working on. You're not going to believe it. Let's have some fun. Hey, y'all. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. That's right. It's a hot summer here in Texas, and HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. 
Reach your goals with delicious, calorie-smart, and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. That's right. Get farm-to-table quality with every HelloFresh box. HelloFresh's seasonal ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days for fresh flavor in every bite. I know who loves fresh flavor. It's my partner in crime, Red Bag. I love HelloFresh. I subscribe to it. It's great. I have a big problem with ordering too much delivery and stuff like that. Or I go to the grocery store and I buy a bunch of groceries and only use a little bit of it. That's why it's so convenient using HelloFresh because it's cheaper than delivery in the grocery store and you get the right amount to make the perfect meal every time. It actually is absolutely, completely delicious. I love this stuff. It's so easy to make. You know, I come home late at night. I've been drinking. What's better than having a delicious meal in just a couple minutes? It's unbelievable. I love it. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Tony16 and use the code Tony16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's right. HelloFresh.com slash Tony16 and use code Tony16 for 16 meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hey, y'all. We all know summer is the best. There's something fun going on pretty much every weekend, from barbecues and pool parties to family vacations and camping trips. And for all those occasions, I want to make sure I've got great wine always ready. That's why summer is actually the perfect time to join the First Leaf Wine Club. I love this stuff. It's incredible. Red Band. I love First Leaf because they make it super easy to get personalized wine boxes delivered on my schedule. Since you get to choose the day your shipment comes, you can go out and have all your summer fun without stressing about missing a delivery. I, it was super easy. You just get started on First Leaf. You have to answer some quick questions about your likes or dislikes. Like, do you like sweeter wine? Do you like dry wine? Do you like woody taste? Right on their website. And then their expert team will select a customized assortment of world-class wines based on your preferences. Personally, I want all the sweet wine, the white wine in the summer, and I like the dark wines in the winter. But they're also terrific reds and sparkling wines. Your personalized wine shipments are delivered right to your doors. You can kick back and enjoy bottles you'll love all summer long, all priced lower than what you would pay at the wine store. Plus, every selection is backed by First Leaves 100% satisfaction guarantee. Yum, 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 yum. To make sure you've got great wine when you want it this summer, you've got to first try First Leaf. Just head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash Kill Tony to sign up and you'll get your first six hand curated bottles for just $44.95. What a deal. Go to tryfirstleep.com slash kill Tony. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash kill Tony to get your first six bottles for under $8 a bottle. Tryfirstleep.com slash kill Tony. Hey, all you guys want to add some excitement to watching sports? Then download our favorite app, Prize Picks. On Prize Picks, you can choose any player from any sport, and I guarantee they got what you're looking for. Pick two or more of your favorite players, select more or less on their projected stat for that game or event, then lock your entry in for a chance to 25 times your money. It's that simple. Prize Picks is available in 30 states like Texas, California, Florida, and more. So, what are you waiting for? Download the Prize Picks app right now and use code TONY for 100% 
100% deposit match. Put in $100 and prize picks will give you $100. Put in 20 and they'll give you 20. I've won everything that I've wagered on on prize picks. The UFC, Major League Baseball, NBA. Somehow, just by using my gut instinct and a little bit of street smarts, I have won everything. So I agree with Red Band. Go to prize picks, let them double your money, double your deposit, and win, win, win. It is the correct thing to do. Download the prize picks app right now and use code Tony for a 100% deposit match. Put in 100 and prize picks will give you 100. Put in 20, they give you 20. You guys ready to start tonight's show? Are there any fans of comedy here tonight? Are there any fans of podcasts here tonight? Make some noise for our guest. It's the return of one of our favorites, a guy that I've been working with continuously for over a decade and a fucking half. We grew up together in a little incubation station called the Comedy Store. My brother from another mother, Theo Vaughn. The best. And here we go. Yes. Good evening and welcome. Woo! We've done this dance a few times, my friends. One of our favorite guests in the show's 10-year history, Theo Vaughn in Austin, doing sold-out theaters, filling up everywhere he goes, on tour, theovon.com this past weekend, all of his Netflix specials, but most importantly, my comedy store slash straight-up comedy brother, Theo Vaughn. How we feeling? Welcome back. Say hi to these people. They love you. Oh, yeah. Them. Good evening, and uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me in here. I'm excited to be here tonight. Fuck yeah. Theo knows how it works. He's done the show many times, even back when it was in the belly room. But now over 200 people sign up. We have them all funneled, actually no longer in the alleyway. An update is that they're all funneled into another bar now, uh, right next door. They've been, it turns out the city of Austin didn't want 200 people in an alleyway, which is crazy because there's 800 people in other alleyways, but they really, for some reason, focused in on us. <laughs> you can't even make this shit up it's unbelievable the, the homeless, the fucking everything they're like, what about the creatives what about these hopeful, hopeful people trying to live their dreams, let's stop this, anyway so they're all crammed into a bar, I pre-pull a name someone runs out to the next bar gets a megaphone, literally says their name they run out, they get behind the curtain so I'm going to pre-pull that name now because we're actually going to start off with a golden ticket winner. Ladies and gentlemen, fans of the show, I'm going to tell you that uh, you already know how it works. Comedians get 60 seconds. You hear the sound of a kitten. They do uninterrupted stand-up comedy during that time. If they go over that time, they get the West Hollywood Bear. Super, super gay West Hollywood Bear. Uh, Happy Pride Month, everybody, by the way. Um, that cuts off their time. And then I interview them and we all find out more about them. We have a bunch of fun. We try to figure out what makes them interesting, what's fun about them. Uh, so you're not going to believe this, but Hans Kim, who normally starts the show, passed away this week. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't, know, I don't know why I said that. No, he, he's in... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Sometimes the, the darkness just, just comes out of me. <laughs> no, 
It's worse. He went to South Korea, everybody. He's in South Korea. You can't make this shit up. He's in South Korea, and uh, he's going to miss tonight's episode. But in his place, it is the young man who very well might eventually replace him full-time as a regular on this show. This guy was made a golden ticket winner five years ago when he was 21 years old in Houston, Texas. He's been crushing it ever since. Just started getting more and more spots here at the mothership. He's a fucking phenom. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for one of the guys who I truly believe might be one of the great future comedians of our time. The great Enrique Chacon. 60 seconds uninterrupted for Enrique Chacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, motherfuckers? Fuck yeah, man. I'm from El Salvador, dog. If you don't know where El Salvador is at, don't fucking worry about it, dude. If you think it's in Mexico, you got me fucked up, bro. But yeah, El Salvador is real famous for pupusas, bro. To all my confused white people at the back, pupusas. You got to love that shit. It's like an organic hot pocket, right? And you can stuff it with whatever you want, bro. Meat, cheese, bro, tobacco, dude. It don't fucking matter, dude. It's a pupusa at the end of the day, man. But every time I told a white dude the word pupusa, bro, they immediately think it's slack for pussy, y'all. And it makes me so upset because it is. Oh, pupusa's kind of like a pussy because, like I said, it's a warm pocket, right? And sometimes it makes us salivate. And sometimes there's a little cheese, y'all, but that's okay. Oh... All it means is that she's the hard worker. That's all it means. Look, if you're offended by that joke, how dare you, bro? Most of y'all nowadays won't eat the black part of an avocado, but you're down to eat some ass on the first day. Thank you. Okay. Enrique Chacon. Appreciate it. One of the funniest 11-year-old girls in all of comedy. It is unbelievable. Just got my period, Tony. I love it. I love it. Right out of your pupusa. Oh, yo, shit. Got a, little, got a little tomato dripping out of there, huh? Actually, right. selling my pupusa $2 in the lobby, bro. It's cheap. <laughs> you are just such a little bundle of energy. I love you. Every single... Is it pronounced pupusa? Pupusa. Pupusas. I always pupusas. thought it was pupusa for some reason. Oh, no. That's I don't like... know what Korean food that is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And wh- yeah. what do you eat? How do you get a shape like that? How do you... <laughs> I want to know. You eat a lot of ass and a lot of antibiotics, bro. <laughs> what? A lot of carbohydrates. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking biting on some nicotine pouches. These white dudes without teeth know, you know what I mean? <laughs> you eat nicotine pouches? Nah, nah, I just put them in my gums, bro. I, I've been doing that shit a lot ever since I started working at Bucky's, dude. Fucking white dudes got me into it, bro. <laughs> they got you hooked on. Yeah, they got me hooked up. I tried dip at first, bro, but I'm not going to lie. I started throwing up like I was deep throwing somebody, dude, and that shit was terrible. So I tried the little nicotine pouch. It was just nice and smooth. You know what I'm saying? It keeps me up, bro. Keeps my nipples hard, dog. It's great. You are a sweet, sweet thing, Enrique. <laughs> you are just absolutely adorable. You have a girlfriend? Oh, yeah, bro. We've been together for four years. Clap it up for that, bro. <laughs> I'm, think, I'm actually thinking about marrying her in this podcast, dude. I don't know. Really? Yeah, dude. Four years. What? What is she El Salvadorian? Too? Oh no, bro. She's six foot one and mixed, bro. My fucking wet dreams, son. Wait, what? She's six foot one and mixed. I'm talking about. I feel like a motherfucking conquistador in this bitch, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I love this guy, man. <laughs> he reminds me of like a young Roseanne Barr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God yeah. damn. <laughs> Roseanne Barrio. <laughs> I'll take it, dog. I'm still fuckable. <laughs> I yeah, love man. it. Six foot two mixed. And when you say mixed, you mean like black and white? Yeah, black and white, bro. Wow. Always been my thing. Dude. She has Ever like the curly hair, like the curly hair, bro. Damn. I know I'm living the fucking dream, son. <laughs> oh my god. All you white dudes dating white women, bro. You want to get your shit together? Get a mixed girl, bro. I'm telling you, dog. Wow. What happens? <laughs> you learn how to pay your rent, bro. <laughs> you know, you learn how to send food back from a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Start picking up some of her attitude. You better get this fucking asshole ranch out of here, bro. Bring me some blue cheese. You know what I mean? No. Just changes you, bro. Oh, Makes you up? brave, dude. Yeah, Fuck my yeah. God, I love it. <laughs> Six foot one. Mm-hmm. You wow. Ever 69 with her, and you're, you're eating her out, and she's sucking on your kneecap <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> we 69, she's sucking on this belly button, bro. <laughs> so we're both eating pussy. Pupusas. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you're actually thinking about marrying her, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. What does she real. do for a living? She owns a pharmaceutical company, bro. She's a bad bitch, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> owns a pharmaceutical yeah, company? <laughs> She's a real-ass drug dealer, bro. Got me a good one, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. She owns, owns a pharmaceutical bro. company? Is she, like, competing? <laughs> yeah, what, what do you mean competing? Like, I mean, is she up there? Is she, oh, is she Moderna? There, she's calling the fucking shots, bro. Is this on Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> Not yet. It's on CVS, though. Whatever the shit that she has, bro. Dermatology shit, bro. Shit, vaginal creams and stuff, bro. Y'all know. Is she making... She's making good money. Oh, yeah. She's making good money, dude. Man. I don't know. And I work at a Buggies. That's incredible. (laughs) That's incredible. Honestly, I don't know how I pulled her, bro. I think that was my greatest achievement, bro. (laughs) Getting a bad bitch like that, dude. She owns... I can't believe a guy shaped like you needs a sugar mama, but... Oh, I get a lot of sugar. It's gonna Tony. put you in a diabetic coma, dude. That's what's going on. Working at Bucky's. Look at you. You look more and more like the logo for Bucky's you every do. day. Is... Fuck you. No, just... <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, like a little sheep monk. <laughs> sheep monk. <laughs> oh. no, no, I, would love, I would love to have you on the secret show Thursday. Let's fucking like go! There he goes. Future legend, y'all. current legend. You guys Follow got me. to see him live. Follow me at Enrique Comedy. Love y'all. Enrique Chacon, everybody. Enrique, put that mic on the red X for me, will you? Okay, we pre pulled a name out of the bucket. Your first comedian. We're going to meet them all together. Now, for those of you that might not know, Anything can fucking happen. This could be we discover a legend, or it could be a completely insane fucking person that, you know, we all feel might kill us at any moment. Uh, But anything can happen. We give everyone a fair shot here. So here we go. Your first bucket pull of the night. 60 seconds of uninterrupted stand-up comedy time goes to Kyle Roberts, everyone. Here's Kyle. Make some noise for Kyle Roberts, everybody, making his Kill Tony debut. I'm woke. I'm woke, y'all. 
I don't use any gendered language. For instance, I used to work at a restaurant. I don't call them bus boys. I call them Guatemalans. <laughs> the other day, <laughs> the other day, a woman accused me of toxic masculinity. I said, thank you. Because that was the first time anyone said I was masculine. <laughs> A lot of gay rumors. <laughs> A lot of people think I'm gay. And I call those people the guys I have sex with. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Kyle Roberts. Welcome to the show, my friend. Very good. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, three years. Three years. All of it here in Austin, Texas? Uh, two years in Dallas. I moved here last summer. Lovely. Lovely. How do you survive? What do you do for work? I work at Chewy's Tex-Mex. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. A lot go. of fans here. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a chain, right? Yeah, yeah. I work in the one on William Cannon. Oh, okay. Well, if we ever want to... <laughs> some Chewies will come to you. <laughs> William Cannon Drive. Out there. Yes. On, what would the proper exit be for that? Uh, uh, William, William Cannon, Cannon Drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, what freeway? Uh, I don't know the names of freeways. You don't know the closest freeway to where you were? I can barely... What? Mopac. Thank, thank you, Dees. Right. Thank you so assist. much. Dees is my GPS <laughs> and my DMX at the same time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's little John. That's so racist that you oh, just said what? Racist as fuck. You're so racist. I've never seen anything that racist in my life, Dees. Then you getting DMX and little John confused. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kyle, I love it. What do you do for fun? You seem like a guy that has some creepy hobbies. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh... I like this is nerd. I like watching like I'm obsessed with like baseball statistics and stuff. So like I read the almanacs and stuff like that. Wow. wow. Yeah. That sucks. Okay. I know. Also like golf. <laughs> okay. All right. What's yeah. your love life like? Are you really gay? Uh no. Okay. You yeah. just you just do a bunch of jokes about being gay? Basically, yeah. My brother I, I'm is... right there with you. I've lived <laughs> for 16 years off of this. I'm <laughs> I, Actually, uh, I'll ne I, I ain't never gonna stop. <laughs> I have a new one. I wrote a new one this week. It's like my magnum opus gay joke. I wrote it well basically last week. But do you catch yourself saying I'm, you're never gonna stop all the time? Never. That was I, really? liter I, I literally was about to say, and I'm never gonna stop. And then I switched it because I'm like these fucking idiots know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, okay, Kyle, tell us something about you that would surprise us. Um, so I actually, earlier this year, I got arrested. I got a DWI. I was totally sober, though, I swear to God. Right, yeah, you're just yes. driving, reading an almanac, and yes. fucking <laughs> swerving all over the place. Yeah, I've been sober six years, but I got a DUI like four months Explain ago. Explain to us how you got a DUI while being completely sober. Uh, well, I don't want to, like incriminate myself but uh come on <laughs> come on you can't get in trouble here 
been over six months. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Phones are locked up. <laughs> it's not going to be on the internet. I mean, I was doing Uber Eats. That was my old job. They, I can't do it now because I got the charge. But uh, yeah, I was like, I guess I was like, I, you know how like flash, I didn't know this. I'm not a good driver. I didn't know like flashing reds, you were supposed to stop. So I just like plowed through it. Wait a second. What the? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? What did you think flashing red meant? I thought Kinda it was like, stop? Yeah. Slow down a little yeah. bit? Look around. Like, stoptional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness. Kyle, what do you think of flashing oranges? Hit the gas? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, don't, I thought they were basically the same thing. What? Yeah. I like, yeah, I never like really like took a driving course, so like. You're supposed to. It's like the law and stuff. Yeah, I went to one of those third-party things. They were just like, fuck it, you got a license. Wow, third-party. Yeah. You look like you wouldn't be invited to any party. That's incredible <laughs> that you got invited to three. All right. So, Kyle, you're not gay. What's your love life like? It's, it's a little bit of a struggle right you now. You on the dating sites? A little bit. Actually, the last person, I got a number from some girl at my job. Is it a Chewy's. therapist? <laughs> okay. I could use that. Uh, but... She uh, was way too young. She was what? Way too young. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Bro, if you're uh, going to be a successful comedian... Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going to have to reframe some of your... Right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a problem with it, but she probably had a problem with how old I was. But she was... No, no, not like what that. What do you mean? What do you mean? What? Yeah, dude, you sound like a real creep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's okay, you're not a bad guy. Thank you. Thanks, Theo. Did you take her out for Lunchables? Like, what was the day? <laughs> well, she ordered a Shirley Temple. I thought was a bad sign. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Whoa. How old was she, 75? <laughs> <laughs> She's too young for him. He's into very old ladies. Hell, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Where did you meet this super young girl? She was, uh, I waited on her. She was my table. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was the first time. I've had dudes, like, give me their number. That was the first girl that ever gave me the number. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That is incredible. Hmm. So what did, what did, how did you know how old she was? Uh, well, I texted her afterwards, and ah. she asked me. She thought I was 19. I was like, uh... I lied about my age, but I didn't lie that much. I said I was 25, so I don't know. Why would you lie about your age, dude? You're, you're, you're a straight yeah. male. I don't. Hold on a second. Wait, you lied to her about your age? Yeah, but I didn't lie enough, I guess. How old are you? This I is, just. We're gonna solve a crime here tonight, everybody. <laughs> Ladies I, and gentlemen, entering the room, Chris Hansen, everybody. <laughs> How old are you in real life? I just turned 30. You just turned 30? Yeah. And she texted, you would text her, then she texts back, how old are you? Yeah, and I was like, guess. I was hoping oh, that's say, like, so gay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's even, that's, even worse, that's even worse <laughs> than lying about your age is saying guess before you lie about your age. Guess, because you're not going to be right. <laughs> no matter what you say. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right, so it ended there? Basically, How yeah. old was she? Did you find She was it? 20, which isn't I'm that bad, but, like, she seemed like a young 20. 
<laughs> I was being the bigger person. I thought I was being. Maybe doing the right you think thing. maybe she was lying about her age. It's possible. Wow, this is frightening and disgusting. <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay, what's the biggest uh, age gap that you've ever had with a girl older uh, than you? Older. Older? Than you? Yeah. Never older. Never older. No. That's something you're not into. Just happened that way. I don't Have know. you ever like made out with a cougar? No. Never? No. Is there a cougar in the audience that's willing to make out with this guy? <laughs> Who wants to make out with a... Come on, there's got to be one... Ladies, there's got to be a fan of the show willing to fucking... Oh, no one wants to admit oh, they're a cougar. Okay, is there a hot chick over the age of 35? <laughs> Come on. The whole crowd will go crazy if you do it. You'll make our night. No one wants to make out with an almost pedophile? What's going on here tonight? What's What kind of world do we live in? All right, dude, the streak continues Yikes. for you. Congratulations, though. I liked your jokes. I'm giving you Thank one of these you. big, awesome joke books by the great Bonesai. Yeah. Available at killmerch.com. The show goes on, rolling along smoothly. One more time for Kyle Roberts, everybody. This is the craziest show on planet Earth. Your next comedian that was pre-pulled out of the bucket works here at the Comedy Mothership. She gets pulled out a lot. Ever since Vulcan Gas Company, she's worked at the club where the show happens. One of our favorite top young rising comedians in the world. Here's a new minute from the great Genevieve, everybody. It's Genevieve. Three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. One more time for Genevieve, everyone. Hey, uh, y'all give it up for me because I just recently came out as bi. Polar. My whole family crazy. My aunt called me up the other day and was like, hey, you know that movie Django? I said, yeah. She said, is it messed up that I still find Leonardo DiCaprio's character sexy even though he said all them niggas? I said, hang up the phone with me and call a therapist immediately. And then I kissed my white boyfriend goodnight. cool dating a white dude. Dating a white dude feels like 50% reparations and 50% damn, he got me. <laughs> it's cool dating white dudes though because he blocks me from bad white people and I block him from the sun. <laughs> That's been my time, y'all. Thank you so much. Wow, exactly one minute from the great Genevieve. Who's been with us in Austin for years now? Originally from Detroit. You're back, crushing. How do you feel? Feel fucking amazing, man. You kind of look like a country Clark Kent type situation. (laughs) Not to Rose, but I'm just saying I was complimenting. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Very fun, Genevieve. I love what you're talking about. It is true. You do have a white boyfriend. where do you meet the? Where do you meet a white ad or whatever? I know they're so scarce. Uh, just picked them outside. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, you'll do." I love it, Genevieve. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Always, always, always a great new minute. Loved the bipolar joke. Loved the white guy, black guy stuff. Uh, 
Oh yeah, no, that's my own note. Though so you had a white. <laughs> no, you had a white. I wanted to ask you. Have you ever had a black boyfriend? Uh, what I th- once dated a 50-year-old when I was 26. Oh, See, I was, God, that's baby. what I was trying to get out of the last comedian, yeah. but he's never had anything like that before. <laughs> what was that like? It was cool for a little while, but then I found out that he tricked me. Mm-hmm. We were both truck drivers, and I didn't know that he was depending on me to keep trucking, and I had goals to get out and do comedy, so I was like, this ain't going to work. <laughs> he wanted to keep you in the truck with him. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> That is interesting. So, like, you guys, yeah. You guys. You, and, he, and he was a uh, long-haul trucker? His dick was big. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Yep. I don't want no dumb old big dick. <laughs> Did you guys ever do things to each other while the truck was in motion? Um, I used to have nightmares that the truck was in motion. And then I woke up and then I was in, had night, daydream nightmares because I'm like, he's old as fuck. <laughs> what were some of the physical uh, downfall or uh, tribulations that you went through with an older man? He can't pee directly in the toilet. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's a big one. And, and, and with, there was a toilet on the truck? No, he, you know, guys have an easy uh, truck driver. They could just whip it out and pee and just avoid cops. That's all. Pee and avoid cops? That's all you got to do. Whip it out and avoid cops. Pee outside. You just stop the truck, get out, and pee outside. Sometimes while it's rolling. Hmm? I'd imagine if you had trouble me rolling, making it. Baby. Yeah. I believe it was the great... Fred Durst that once said, keep rolling, 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 what? Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, it could have been Kid Rock. I might be pulling at John D's right now and uh, getting my white guys mixed up. Well, I know you'll be loving this shit right here. No, I'm kidding. No way. No way. No way. No way. No. So you stop it. Uh, you, I'm not. I'm not going into Limp Biscuit tonight. No, no, it. it's not happening. Aww. All right, Genevieve, I love your style. I've seen you do so many new minutes. You, you're very lucky. You get pulled out of the bucket a lot. For how many people have always been signing up? It's incredible. I feel like the universe here in Austin wants you to be doing stand-up comedy. And you're originally from Detroit, right? Detroit. What how up, far though? is that from Royal Oak, Michigan? Very not far. Very not far. Okay. <laughs> All right, Carmen San Diego. Uh, what does very not far mean? Just like 15 minutes. Okay. And you're from Detroit. You have family there and stuff? Yes, have yes. they ever seen you perform in a massive theater there? Uh, no. Well, I am doing the Royal Oak fucking some crazy theater. It's, I'm about to add another show. It's happening in the beginning of August. You want to open up that show for Fuck me in your ever. hometown? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm flying Genevieve back home to perform in a giant venue. I can't remember what the name of it is. What is it? Huh? Sure, you want a notebook? Don't you already have one? 
What are you selling them on the black black market? All right. That is going to be yeah, the Royal Oak Music Center, August 12th. And if she has a passport, she might as well come to Genevieve. Come back. Get Genevieve back out here. Genevieve, step up to that microphone. Do you have a passport? You do? Get back on that microphone. It turns out the night before, I have to do two shows in the Queen Elizabeth Theater in Toronto, Canada. You want to do those too? Hell yes. All right, Genevieve, uh, for a whole weekend. Sold out theaters. Oh, yes. David back there? Is he back there? No? Okay. Make some noise for your next comedian. I pulled out of the bucket a second ago. This is definitely his first time on the show. I would know if I've seen this name before. Make some noise for Matt the W. Matt the W. I'm between religions. Right now, I'm between the Jews, the Catholics, and the 5% nation of Islam, which believes white man is the devil. And honestly, I'm leaning kind of towards the nation. I don't think I'm going to get that big of a role in any other religion. Uh, I'm not on Tinder, but I am on Facebook Market. I recently matched with this girl. I thought it was going to be a date. She thought she was buying a television. <laughs> Spent half an hour twisting my nipple trying to change the channel. <laughs> AI technology is nuts. Uh, they just came out with a new Notorious B.I.G. song. Uh, me and my friend discovered this website where you type into an AI, okay, write a funny paragraph, and it's the most racist shit you ever heard. We laugh our asses off. Then you go, write a funny rap. The most anti-Semitic stuff, it's so funny. But uh, it also comes in handy, because I'm not too good at talking to girls. I'm not too good at talking to girls. So I'll just write, type a sexy paragraph. Send it, she'll send back, you creep. I'll type to AI, type an apology. And uh, it works. All right, that's Matt the W, everybody, over his time. Hello, Matt. Hello, Tony. Welcome. You, this is your first time on the show, right? First time, very nervous. Okay, all right, and plus the Down syndrome, I'm sure, is affecting you deeply, right? You know, that doesn't affect the set as much as you think it would. It actually helps. I know. And the hat hides some of it. (laughs) It does. It does. Got that. Whoa, whoa, all right, there it is. Yeah, I I wasn't joking about the Nation of Islam. I'm really a member, uh, so if you guys want to join... I love it. Matt the W. So, are you upstate New York or New Jersey? Long Island. Oh, wow. I would have guessed Wide Island. Look at you. You know what I mean? Matt the W. So, you're just visiting? Uh, No, I live here. I moved here in February. What made you move here in February? Uh, Honestly, my buddy was telling me he was moving down here. He said, you know, I need another roommate. And so, I hopped on the opportunity to move out of my parents' house. 
Oh, you were in your parents' house still? Yes. Okay. What? Uh, how old are you? Uh, about to turn 28 in two days. 28. So you've always lived with your parents? Oh, yeah. Okay. And you love it? I hated every second of it, but I had to... What, what else are you going to do when you have no money? Okay. Yeah. Why don't you have any money? Uh, fast food worker. And uh, dropped out of school. Uh, if anyone's watching this, please go to school. You don't want to work at McDonald's. There you go. Wise words from Matt the W, everybody. If we could clip that. If we, if we could just clip that, it could be the ad for this episode. Uh, Have you ever thought about like upgrading to like an Applebee's or something? Uh, honestly, they won't take me. So, like, why won't they take you? What do you need to work at Applebee's that you don't have? Right, uh, <laughs> first off, don't be a member of the Nation of Islam. They won't hire you. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. I, I stopped paying attention for one second, and I looked up. You were talking about Islam again. What's going on over here? Uh, honestly, I'm just a big fan of hip-hop, and a lot of my favorite rappers are into the Nation of Islam, so I'm aware that white, white, people, white people are considered the devil in the Nation of Islam, so I'm just happy to take on the role and do my part for the black people. What the Wait, f- are you being serious? Uh, Is this a comedy character that you're doing? D Madness loves it, by the way. I'm pretty sure I'm slowly finding out that he's one of the black Israelites uh, that's out on... No, but... <laughs> no, what is it about? What is, where is Nation of Islam? So... <laughs> that is good. Can we, find, can we find that on it? I'm going to ask my GPS DMX, Lil John over here. Do you know where the Nation of Islam is located? That's Iran. in Iran. Yeah. Or Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> So what is this thing that you do? Do you believe this? Do you have any black friends? I have one or two. Okay. How do you not know if you have one or two, though? <laughs> right. Yeah. Bro, the second there's blacks around, I know how many there are. <laughs> so let's do some math here. Do you have one or do you have two? Name, what's, the, what's the first one's name? We know you have one. What's his name? Uh, my first one's name is my first. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh, it's shaky territory, folks. Wow, dude. Fast food, slow answers. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> All right. I, I said it good. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Number two. That's a large fry. His, uh, for the record, his name is Low Loco. Lo loco. Low loco. Uh, I'm sorry to break the news to you. That's a Mexican. <laughs> hey yo, I'm your black friend, dude. I'm lo loco, dude. I'm totally black. Yo soy el negro. You guys are making me homesick. Just like them. Wow, amazing. I love it. No, we're glad you're here. It's hard to do. It's, yeah, going up for your first time, it's a, it's a tough thing to do, man. And I thought you did a pretty good job. Hey, thanks. You know, especially, especially, with, uh, especially with you guys, you know, uh, Wait. You know uh, when I heard uh, Tony was doing this, I actually first saw you on uh, Getting Dug With High. Okay. So when I heard you're doing Kill Tony, I was like, like I recognized you. I was like, oh, my God. Like, okay, 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 You're doing cool. something for the culture. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It is Pride Month. It is. It is true. This is my month. This is my month. God damn it. 
and it rained. It rained during the, our parade the other day. I don't know if you guys know this, but fucking... We were doing our parade. I'm out there with all my gay friends, and we're just out there, you know, doing gay shit. And we're doing our parade, and it starts downpouring on us. God is just like, fuck you. Splash. All right, so Matt, let's talk about it. Craziest thing about you. What do you think is the craziest thing? I know what we think, but we want to know. We want to know what you think. Um, yo, I'm, I'm your average guy from Long Island. I, uh... <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, what the... Uh... Oh, for one so far. Let's see. Uh, being from Long Island, uh... When I, when I was a kid, uh, just going in school, I was at terrible stage fright. There was nothing I could get over to get over the stage fright. And comedy ended up being that thing, surprisingly. And uh, just moving forward in comedy, going from sucking to being all right to what you just saw, you know, with... Uh, wait, 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 wait. What part... Hold on, where, what do you think just happened? From suck to going all right to what we just saw? Uh, We'd, honestly, I thought we saw the suck. No? Well, the second uh, bit was, was good. I think it was all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt the W. Uh, why Matt the W? Why is that your name? Uh, it's my rap name. And, Wait, uh, you rap? Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, what kind of beat do you want? Look at, look at these and tell them what kind of beat you want, fucking... Tell them what you want. Yes, dude, I love this. We're going to find Pick out. I have a feeling Matt the W might have a calling. Anybody that still works in fast food, I think has a fucking... Oh, shit. Right into the tip of that mic. Good and loud, Matt yo, the W. Yo. Yeah. Kind of rat. Where we move banana fast. Let the hammer pass so much. Could teach a master class. Yeah, I'm about my cash. Back with another smash. Better than the last. Put y'all on blast. They don't like us. Guess we too righteous. Y'all got it on the minor. So I had to jack the price up. Who's more sketchy? The hustler or the customer was getting money. The other moving funny. Uh, yo, I'm the joke crafter, flow caster, smoke master, show smasher. Yo. Post disaster when they pretend to be my friend and I extend and toe tag ya. Host disasters, yo, when they try to be my friend. Um, yeah. Wow, we found your talent. You're a rapper. Yeah. Uh, I, in, I think you're gonna rap the rest of your life. <laughs> Burgers at burger joints. And yeah, that was good burger. Biggie yeah. Mac. Biggie Mac. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's really weird because like, before I came up here I was on the phone with my grandma she, got, she has a whole different opinion of me than you guys it, uh, it, what's your grandma what's your grandma say about we that we could get rid of her uh, easy uh, yeah <laughs> oh man nah. Nah, uh, you, you, I'm you, joking you, with you. you you have the money you have the power to do it I mean, if, if anybody could do it but, uh, what does your grandma say about your talents <laughs> um, she just says you know Matt, keep hitting the open mics, keep going to the shows. You're so funny. That's what you got to do. Aww. She says, don't get a tattoo. <laughs> She's right. Don't get a tattoo. That was the next thing out of my mouth. 
All right, you're Matt a brave the, dude, man. Yeah. I like your attitude, Mac. No doubt. Thank you, thank you. Matt the W. Uh, you're leaving here with a medium-sized joke book from the great Bonesai. There he goes, Matt the W. Everyone, congratulations, Matt. All right, pulled another name out of the bucket. Make some noise for Daniel Velasquez, everybody. Here we go. We're going to meet them all together. Daniel Velasquez. Oh, yeah. What's up, man? My, uh, my favorite part about being crippled is that I could lie to you, and you sort of, like, have to believe me. Right? Like, you still people that got hurt in Iraq. But like now, time I was crippled after getting the COVID vaccine. <laughs> it's fun, dude. I uh, I don't really date disabled women though because gross. <laughs> right, like there's nothing personal. There's just like something about like bagging a non-disabled chick that like makes me feel like I beat God. <laughs> It's cool, man. I'm dating right now. My girlfriend's cool. She gives me, like, nicknames a lot, but she, like, gives me, like, disabled nicknames. Like, she calls me, like, Speed Racer. And then she, like, refers to my legs like the Twin Towers. The fucked up thing is I'm kind of into it, honestly. But then one time she did, like, take it a little bit too far, man. She just went, like, I want you to fuck me so hard that I walk like you tomorrow. Wow. The Kill Tony debut of Daniel Velasquez. Holy shit. Holy shit. Nothing but rhythm and jokes and pacing and timing and focus and execution. Which, like, that's the most disrespectful thing. Uh, oh, you're still going. Anyone's ever said to me. Oh, shit. Oh, he just doesn't stop. And then I came harder no. than I ever have in my life, man. Thank Hell you, guys. yeah, absolutely. Going out on his own terms. Absolutely incredible. The Kill Tony debut of Daniel Velasquez. Welcome. Hey, what's up, Tony? Hell yeah. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, man. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, about two and a half years. Okay. Absolutely. I love it. All here in Texas? Yeah, just out of San Antonio, man. I love it. That's where you're born and raised? Yes, sir. That's why you lean to the right. Yes, sir. We got the number one pick, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Didn't get the laugh I thought I was going to laugh. He leans to the right, like, politically and physically. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you, should, you can take that. It's actually not as good as your jokes. Just keep doing what you're doing, Daniel. No, it is. It is. Uh, so what do you do for work? Uh, right now I'm unemployed. I used to be a, a, a news producer for a local station. But I'm actually getting ready to move to Austin pretty soon. I love it. Congratulations. Yeah. You have a place picked out? Yeah, me and uh, a couple other comedians are coming up here pretty soon, a couple months from now. So, yeah, yeah, we're excited, man. Wow, I love it. It's a it's a crew of you and San Antonio comedians coming. Yeah, a couple guys that I think are really really funny that are coming up. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And you've been doing it two and a half years. Yes, you're sir. unemployed right now. How are you surviving if you're unemployed? How are you making big moves? Um, you know, I'm really good. I've, I'm you're a disabled person. Like you have to adapt. 
And so I've always had to adapt, like whether it's my comedy or like making money. Oh, so D like, Madness just made a noise. Like these disabled people are bitches, dude. I just, he literally was just like, <laughs> he made a horse I, noise. I've never heard him make this noise before. D, born without the ability to literally see, is like, stop your bitching. <laughs> I fucking love this man. <laughs> Amen, baby. I caught you making a noise under your breath, dude. That is so funny. That just goes to show you there's like the hate never ends. You know what I mean? Just a disabled guy just no, trying to speak some nothing... truth. And Deep Madness is like, fuck you. No, there's shit. nothing wrong. There's nothing worse than like a struggling disabled person. Right. Like for sure. Like, that's why, like, for me, like, before I did comedy, like, I was heavily involved in the Paralympics. Okay. What were you doing in the Paralympics? If, first of all, if you don't know what that is, like, this, it's like the regular Olympics, but funnier. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's hilarious. It's not like the funniest. Like, that's the Special Olympics. Right. But yeah, I was a... Uh... Right. <laughs> the Paralympics is the kind of funny version. Yeah. Right. I was it's a, like uh... the... <laughs> I'm not gonna say. All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate for no reason. Yeah. The kind of funny. I was version. a. Uh, I was a sprinter man for. Uh, <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! How many feet your ass in a race? Shut the hell up! Was you would relay? beat my ass in a race? I think so, honestly. Oh, oh, dude, let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something, dude. I would show, you might think, oh, Tony's funny. He'll probably show some mercy on me. He'll probably jog a little bit and then would let me catch up. Nope. Motherfucker, I will leave you in the straight up fucking dust, dude. Bro, calm down, dude. No, I will not. I will not. I will not. I will not let a guy. He's fucking legs wobbling around. Wobbling around talking shit. Bro, dude. Wearing a fucking diaper and shit. It ain't happening, dude. Bro, God oh. wrote his legs in cursive, dude. Give him a break. <laughs> That's why he shouldn't be sorry, challenging. I'm sorry for my friend. Athletes. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Big <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Listen up, Times New Roman. You guys are cute together. I think, yeah, we dude. would be. Yeah. We would be. Cursive and a capital I come together at once. All right, guys, that's enough. <laughs> we've had we've done enough picturing this race. Where did y'all get that bell chime thing? That was fucking unbelievable. It's just it's just him running in slow motion. I'm in normal motion in the video. <laughs> That's his normal pace. All right. <laughs> Didn't you want? <laughs> Did you win the Paralympics? I, uh, what do you guys win? Like chocolate coins or something like that? How, how many feet did you go? <laughs> no, dude. That, that's a kind of the worst part. Like, I trained for that for like 16 years, and then I went to one World Championships and won bronze. Like, you know how weird it is. Like, train your whole life. And then, like, you're not even the best disabled person. That is true. That is true. Like, that's, they, a real, that's a real stain on my family's name. Yeah. Yeah. They, they must have been so disappointed. 
I love it. Daniel, what else are you into? You seem like a really... F- How old are you? 27. Yeah, you seem like a cool fucking guy. What else? Tell us more about you. This is an incredible uh, first impression you're leaving here. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I like my whole thing is like when you're disabled, like everybody, like no matter what, my first judgment is going to be how like I walk and how I look. So like I always want to live a life bigger than that if I can. Um, and so, yeah, this is the whole thing, man. Like, yeah. I fucking love your style. That's why I bag tens, dude. That's oh shit. <laughs> Hold on. He's he's talking about ten items or less, and they make the state <laughs> give him that job. Uh, so, but still, a, it counts, baby. He could get a job at the Applebee's, I bet. Yeah. No, man, uh, I'm ex- uh, yeah, I-, I-, I think you did a great job, man. Congratulations on making the move up to a city where you can do more comedy, man. Thank That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank and you so you've been much. doing it two and a half years. When are you planning this big move to Austin, Texas? When's it going down? Uh, two weeks from now, man. Two I'm... weeks from now. Yes, sir. You think you're going to go back to visit sometime? Of course, yeah. It's only an hour away. Yeah. I know this sounds crazy because I just met you and I've only seen you do one minute of stand-up comedy, but if you want, I'm going to give you a fucking little five-minute guest spot August 18th at the Tobin Center in San Antonio, yeah, Texas. Fuck yeah. Is that, a, is that a good venue? You better have four more minutes. Four more minutes. Four more minutes. Four more minutes. Have you ever been to the Tobin Center? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. I just was there. What have you seen there? I just saw John Mulaney there a few weeks ago. Well, there you go. That's that's what you... Yeah, you're going to be on that fucking stage. yeah, let's go, dude. Let's go. You got it. Daniel Velasquez, August 18th. (laughs) And take a big joke book. Ready? Paralympics. Ah! God damn it. Perfect. How loud can this place get for Daniel Velasquez, everybody? Right there, baby boy, gang. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. That's the type of magic that happens here. One second, you have a fast food worker that can barely rap. The next, (laughs) dreams come true. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. You guys are at a little bit of a wacky episode. I didn't, real, I didn't find out that Hans Kim was in South Korea until five minutes before the show started. I found out 15 minutes into the show that David Lucas isn't going to make it tonight. So to overcompensate as a special treat, here to work out a new bit live in front of you, the man that moved me here, Austin's own Ron White. <laughs> I shit my pants on the golf course today. Let me walk you through that. 
I got back from California, I had a stomach virus, but I promised I would play in a charity event, and I fucking showed up for it, and I felt like that if I farted for like 15 minutes, I would be about good, pressure-wise, right? I'd be bloated, and, and uh, I felt the fart coming, but it wasn't, and here's the deal. Here's the problem with being 66 years old. You know that shut-off valve that you got down there? It's slower than it used to be. Not by much, a sixteenth of a second. And it sends a signal to your brain that says you're about to shit your pants. But the fact of the matter is, you've already shit your pants. Straight down both legs of my brand new Lululemons. Meow. Yep, that's the great Ron White, everybody. That is how you fucking do it. Just a little clinic from the Surgeon General of stand-up comedy. Austin's own Ron motherfucking White. I was all cozy up in the green room waiting to see how these shrooms are going to (laughs) land. And Yoni came up there and pulled me off the bench. He goes, nobody showed up. Go do it. What an honor. And it's literally all because of this man that everything is happening. He showed Joe around when Joe came to visit, and they rolled out the red carpet when I came to visit. We told everybody. And so this is where it all started fucking. I swear to God. It all leads back. All the red fucking yarn leads back to Ron White in the middle of this revolution in beautiful Austin, Texas. And I, I, I got to tell you, on a personal note, this club has meant so much to me uh, because I was ready to quit. Uh, and I, it wasn't really, I just didn't like doing stand-up anymore, but I just couldn't travel anymore after 38 years. And this place gave me a place to come and just play with my craft, with some great comics, and also providing opportunities for these young comics to come out and make a name for themselves. And, and also to make a living. A lot of, I'm sure people don't know this, but in, in, in this club, 80% of the money that comes through the door goes to the comedians. It doesn't go to pay the bills. It goes to pay our bills. Yeah, yeah. And that's an amazing thing for Joe to do for us, yeah. for all of us. Yeah. A place that we can grow and fucking flourish. It's all unbelievable. And also to have Kill Tony uh, do broadcast right out of Austin, Texas. Yeah. The funnest show. Amen, baby. And I, and I, I, go, I sit up in that balcony on Monday nights and watch the show because I think it's the most entertaining thing going on. And what is it you say? I always say that having Ron White watching this show from the balcony is like having Jack Nicholson watching the uh, L.A. Lakers. It's the coolest thing on planet Earth. One of the great honors of my life is being friends and getting to be peers with the great Ron White. Ladies and gentlemen, he did this as a gift to all of us. Make some fucking noise for Ron White. Come on! Thank you. Just a little Austin fucking nuclear treat for you out of fucking nowhere. Normally, that's a goddamn... That's Sixty-five dollar awesome. ticket right there for That's that. That's awesome, dude. He's from Texas. He's from Fritch, Fritch, Texas. 
Is he from Fritz? Friedrich? Friedrich? He's from... Frederick? Frederick. No, he, no, he's from Fritch. Fritch? Fritch is big. Fritch. Where is he? Fritch, right? Yeah. Okay. Little he's wi- from Fritch. What? Little, little wi- Wikipedia moment there. I had no idea. All right, we're going back to the bucket now. You think this next person can follow the momentum of Ron White, huh? Let's see. Anything can happen. Let's give him a chance. We've already seen a miracle here tonight. Let's see if it can happen again. Make some noise for straight out of the bucket. We're going to meet them all together. Colton James, everybody. Colton James. Here we go. Come on, make some noise for Colton, everybody. Come on. Oh, shit. Thank you. Thank you. I was reading an article about David Draymond from Disturbed the other day. It turns out he actually runs the equivalent of five miles during a single performance of Disturbed Set. Kind of makes you wonder why he doesn't just... Good. I love David Draymond. He's a hero of mine. He's an upstanding member of the bald community. I think it's important that there's good bald voices out there doing good work for... You know, it's, it's bald and beautiful. It's okay to be bald. Going bald's not a crime. People talk to you crazy when you're bald. The other day, this guy walked up to me. We weren't talking before this, and he said, uh, Hey, man, be honest with me. What's stopping you from cutting the rest of it off? That's crazy. You could only say that to me, right? You could never walk up to, I don't know, a trans woman and be like, Hey, sister, be honest with me. What's stopping you from cutting the rest of it off? It would be inappropriate to say that's what I'm saying. It would be really mean. The other day, I went to sports clips, and it took him 45 minutes to give me a haircut. This haircut, not, this wasn't a few years ago. I asked my friend, she's in school, she said, sometimes when a guy's bald, we take a little extra time so he doesn't feel like he's as bald as he really is. Colton James, welcome. It's actually Colton Jones, but I appreciate the attention. Absolutely. Well, no, I, you're, you have shitty handwriting. But yeah. That's what that is. That's how the show works. If you have shitty handwriting, even just for a second, that your name is totally different. I'm left-handed, but I got an A in penmanship when I was in the eighth grade. So, you know, it's... Eighth grade? Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Texas education a... system, we're still great in penmanship in the eighth grade, so... That's okay. Fair. All right, Colton. Okay. Relax, Colton. Um, I'm not saying that you're a serial killer, but... It, you gotta look. <laughs> if you were a serial killer, how would you kill people? I would play one on TV and then commit the exact same crimes while I was doing it so everybody would think there was a copycat and it wasn't really me. That's smart Whoa. as fuck. Wow. Watch out! That was the fastest answer all night that we've gotten to a question. It was... Unbelievable. You've really pictured this. Yes, yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. That's good. Yes, yes. All right, all right, all right, Colton. You're very loud. Uh what do you do for work? I'm a I work I get a paycheck from Brian Redband to weigh tables, actually. Really? At the Sunset Strip Comedy. Club. Oh wow. Oh my goodness. And also I act. I also, you know, do comedy. I do a lot of Uber driving during the day. I'd like to get a barista job. Barista. You know, just something during the day. I can get off at like 4 p.m. <laughs> Barista. Yes. Because my handwriting is... That's hilarious. Barista? Barista. Is that... that You should go in and say, I would like to be a barista. Barista. Okay. okay. Colton. 
Como te llama coffee? I don't know. I've never seen someone that's both charming and frightening before. <laughs> Somehow you pull off both. Thank you. It's incredible. What's your love life like? I feel like you make a I'll lo- lot this. of icons. Okay, more... you go ahead right now. I want the answer before I'm done with, with the question. I want you to just get right into it. I have more <laughs> consensual sex than anyone in this room is probably thinking that I have, I, I think. I do pretty good for myself. I can't. I get the feeling that you like have them sign something before. You, the way you say consensual. Like, I don't you're have that like, kind of money yet. You just have them sign something like, I can do anything I want to, and then you just fuck them. Nope. When you say you've had more consensual, what does that mean to you, consensual stuff? I just feel like people see a doughy guy, light hairline, you know, it's, it's going away on me, but I, like you said, I'm both charming and frightening, and, and I, you know, I can make it work. I can make it how work. How do you do that? Can you explain to us how you make it work? I, like, I ask a lot of you questions, uh, <laughs> kind. How many you questions do you ask before you brutally rape somebody? I'm kidding. Shut up with your groans. Yeah. After all we've been through, you guys are going to start groaning now? Yeah. It would be fine if I raped somebody, okay? Is that not what you were saying? No. Okay, sorry. I misunderstood. No. A lot of people trying to make me an accessory to a crime tonight. I don't know if you guys are watching it. <laughs> sorry, I must have missed. People have been finding out how much for. money we've been making lately, and they're going in for the fucking old Suey McGooey over here. <laughs> I did actually play a serial killer on TV once. You did? What show? Uh, Murder Made Me Famous. It shows on the Reels Network. I was, I was the son of Sam Killer. Wow. Was, they, was, they it actually, a, was it a reality show? No, it's like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> got you. I got you good on that one. Oh, he really did. I got him. I got him. He hurt my feelings and made y'all laugh. Yep. Mr. Jones and me. I played the son of Sam, but I had to wear a wig. Okay. All right. Son of, you were son of Sam who? The son of Sam, he was a guy, like, 80s Brooklyn. He was, you know, he really originalized, like, the Lover's Lane killer. Uh. You know, he'd just walk up to, like, a young couple making out in a car and just get them both up. Wow, you uh. make it sound like it was adorable. Yeah. I thought it was, like, son of Sam Walton or something. No, they're responsible for even more deaths. All right, well. Colton, have you ever done anything, like, uh, scary to scare somebody with a face like yours? Because if I had a face like yours, I'd be doing creepy. I don't think you're that bad looking at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what? I really... He always hell-bent on never getting murdered by somebody that gets pulled out of this bucket. He always gives just enough compliments. I want to read your pamphlet. I think you look beautiful. It's a fucking, I've never seen a guy better looking in my life than this, than this melting mask man. Than a, guy who's, than a guy whose Ted Bundy mask is melting off. Of, no, John Wayne Gacy. I'm sorry. Well, I almost confused you with the good-looking serial killer. I will correct myself immediately because in eighth grade, I had good penmanship. Okay. Colton, have you been on this show before? This is my first time. Your first time. I'm going to tell you what. I like your style. Here's a big joke book. Look how amazing. These things are getting on a new level every week from the great Bones Eye. There you go. Hey, Colton, I'd love you to uh, do the secret show Thursday. Absolutely, man. Secret show. Secrets out. Colton Jones. There he goes. Make some noise for Colton, everybody. Pulled another name out of the bucket. We're finally getting a lady up here tonight. Make some noise for, you won't believe her last name, Karen Jones, everybody. Karen Jones. 
We're literally going from Colton Jones to Karen Jones. Oh, yes. Let's fucking go. Make some noise for Karen Jones. Get your ass over there. Come on, make some noise for Karen, everybody. These people wait all night for this. You're all too nice. If you knew me, you wouldn't be doing that. So I get here tonight, and there's this lady walking around in a pink getup. Just crazy hot pink outfit. And her T-shirt says, Pussy is the new dick. Which was news to me because I thought Karen was the new dick. My name is Karen, and I'm thinking, finally, woman's liberation achieved something. They have replaced dick with Karen. Yay, girls, girl power, thank you. It's so annoying to me because I'm old, and I've watched this woman's lib stuff play out, and you, I see some young women here, you have no idea how much better we used to have it before we were equal. <laughs> It used to be great. We weren't, it, it was. Guys would give us their seat. They paid for everything. We didn't have to work. We could work if we got a little part-time job that didn't interfere with their work, which is good. And we liked it that they made more money than us. Because who do you think got that money? That's the bear cutting you off. Good stuff, Karen Jones. Hello, welcome. I'm going to interview you now. Okay, I shall be interviewed. Indeed, Karen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How long have you been doing stand-up comedy? This is my first time ever. Wow, that's really good. That's really good for your first time. Well, I did have a little bit of an edge. Uh-huh. I taught at a drunk driving school for almost 10 years. Okay. And they were a captive audience. You guys seemed a lot more natural when you laughed. They seem to be laughing to get their card signed for court. No, it was in California. Whoa, Paul Deemer. Uh, Paul Deemer with the first ever question asked. No, I get that all the time. People coming up and saying, do I know you? I'm like, you don't want to know. A lot of people think you were their teacher. Yes, and some are correct. So I just like... And what exactly did you teach again? I taught them how to drink and drive. Right. How? What do you mean? Well, actually, we tried to encourage people not to drink, particularly during the terms of their probation. But uh, there were also some tips and tricks, like never take the roadside test. That's just gathering evidence against you. Totally. Tell more people as they drink here tonight. Give us all a little tutorial. No, that's good. If If you did drive... Don't forget your car. That's a really big one. That's good advice. That's a big one. Don't forget your car. Now, have you ever heard of like those old things? Like you put a little nickel, a couple nickels and some pennies under your tongue, you can blow, you know, zero. What the fuck? And what? You could blow a Jewish guy? Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say, dude? Oh, my God. I love it. Theovon.com for tickets. Holy shit. God damn. No, the best trick that I learned, I learned more from the drunk drivers than they learned from me. But I learned that if you get arrested for the third time, I think it's, you know, drunk driving laws are by state. 
And in the state of California, on your third one, it's an automatic felony, and you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So they say, you've got to get the cops to beat you up. Because ah. it's a weekend, that's and good. then Monday you go before that's, the judge. That's why when I drink and drive, I do blackface. And then I hit the road. <laughs> this way they, they beat me up. I do my best. I do my best little John impression. And when I roll down the window, I just go, arr, 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 arr. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You remember that, Deez? You remember? <laughs> okay. So this was in California. Yes, it was. Okay. Now let me ask you, your first time doing stand-up, how old are you? I am an old woman. I am uh, old enough for Medicare. Okay. I'm 65. I'm 65. I'm just I like it. <laughs> you look great. He's a pervert. Red band. Red band. I he hit post- the old car horn. Do you hear that? You remember that? Does that bring back memories? <laughs> I think he's coming on to me. I think that's how he flirts. But he, red band, you should know I am post-sexual. What does that mean? You're- that, that means after sex. I'm not interested in having sex. I'm not sexually attracted to anyone. Although I have been like feeling sexually attracted to Hans Kim. Oh my God. I get it. Oh yep. my God. This is Hans Kim. This is Hans Kim. He lives on in spirit. That is incredible. He's in South Korea right now, and you want him in your South Korea, huh? <laughs> You want him to have a little piece of your sill. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is my demilitarized zone. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Ah! You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> What's that? It's the evacuate oh, is this button. the lost finale? <laughs> yeah. That's your queefs. <laughs> and I'm, they shouldn't be saying that around you, I don't think. And I'm well, sorry about that. You're a gentleman. Theo Vaughn is a gentleman. You're a gentleman. I'm trying to be. It's hard in here tonight, man. It's not easy. It's good. I, I like it when they flirt. Yeah. I but think sometimes it's, it's too much. What do you think is a good pickup line for you? What do you think is a pickup line that would work on you? What type of what type of thing would uh, open up that fucking? I bet get that guy with the almanac back out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Nolan Ryan had 31 strikeouts in one game, and uh, does that do anything for you? No, no. I really am post-sexual. I don't feel and I maybe told... if we spoke like back when maybe if a guy spoke to you like back when you were super young, right? Like maybe if some guy was like four score and seven years ago. <laughs> I was super young at the beginning of the sexual revolution, and that's why I speak to these young women here. It was so much better before. Like, a lot of the stuff that was supposed to be an improvement is not. But oh, you, you, shit. <laughs> Listen to that. Did you hear that? <laughs> I oh, agree with you, man. Shit. There's some fucking little Cholita that you. wants yes. to go back in time right now. She's looking for a DeLorean to go in the sexual revolution. She's with this fucking beta with the thick rims over here. Looks like Enrique Chacon back in grade school. Holy shit. Can you tell us what changed? What was the sexual revolution? What was going on back then? Did you used to get like STDs and stuff? Or were they like not made yet? Did Fauci well, not release those yet? I was quite- 
quite a bit older when AIDS came along, but we were scared of AIDS and I knew people who died of AIDS and that's why I didn't think COVID was anything. It's like, show me some dead people. Yeah. Young, healthy people died of AIDS and some people wanted to quarantine uh, certain groups and we said no, even though there were young, healthy men dying. Right. I knew several people. Where who were you died. up in San Fran? No, no, I was in Bakersfield. Bakersfield, oh shit! Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, I worked at the county hospital, and uh, <gasps> it, it was <laughs> it was scary. But that's COVID doesn't scare me. AIDS was a lot uh, scarier. So when you went through the COVID stuff, were you still working? You weren't working in a hospital. No, I stopped working in the mid '90s. I love it, absolutely. Right when you stopped having your period. <laughs> Kind of. You're, you're not... I, it was a 90s. You're groaning and she's agreeing with no. me just to let you fucking haters know. No, I'm a, dialed in. I can... I know. No, I know. Worst that things. shit, that menopause a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Not a drip since Pulp Fiction came out. <laughs> and how nice it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> 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 so stupid. <laughs> These men are sick, ma'am. I'm sorry. What's one of your favorite movies that you like? Charlie Chaplin. Trying to think of the last good movie I watched. I went and saw The Covenant. I thought that was good. I like going to movies with my grandson, and he likes war movies. Okay. So we do a lot of uh, military movies. Okay. Did we you ever date a military man? Were you ever married to a military man? No, my husband is at that age where they had draft deferments. He's 71, and so he had a draft number, but it was high, and they let people who go to college not participate in the draft. It's kind of the beginning of a lot of, like... uh, So you have a husband still. Oh, yeah. He's waiting for you out in Bakersfield. We don't live in Bakersfield. We've lived in Santa Barbara County for a few decades now. He was born in Santa Barbara, so I married up. Yeah, mm-hmm. he thinks Very good. he did though. He married up, and I married up. We both did in our own way. I love it. So let me ask you this: How long have you been with them? Well, we've been married for forty-one years, and we've been living together for forty-two. Oh my goodness, unbelievable! Now it's a post-sexual thing making sense. Mm-hmm. Like I offer him sex on his birthday, and he's like, oh, that's "When's okay. his birthday?" It's uh, September twelfth. So. Oh man, Aww. no better day. No better day. The Saudi Arabian guy's heart is a rock right now. Look at this fucking guy. Oh, my God. September 12th is like the day after Christmas to this fucking guy. He's just playing with his presents and fucking trying different outfits on, changing socks for no reason. <laughs> I love it. So September 12th. So when the towers fell, you... Do you remember that birthday that he had the day after 9-11? Well, he always got sex on his birthday, but over the years, it's like the holidays, it's fewer and fewer. Because, once again, I see that as a wifely duty. Right. But, but my husband's super cool, and if I'm not into it, he's not into do you get, it. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you offer him anything exciting ever for the birthday? Like, when you say duty, do you mean, like, duty? You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that what? Do you just telepathy that to me? You ever let him fuck you in the ass? Yeah. Yeah, it's my show, and I can do whatever I want. Fuck you. Hey, look, we got another name out of the bucket. It's fuck you, everybody. 60 seconds uninterrupted for fuck you. It's been 10 years. If I want to ask an old lady if she gets fucked in the ass, I'm going to do it. Fuck you. I want to answer. 
Yeah, okay. I'll answer that. Yeah. I have had multiple people. My husband isn't my first guy I've ever been with, and there have been many occasions where a guy has tried to do that, and it's over. The minute that goes in the wrong hole, you're done. What yep. do you say? What exactly do That's you say? That's my rule, though? too. It hurts. But give us an example. What exactly do you say when that happens? When that goes up there, I want to know what exactly. Well, it's, it's been almost five decades. Right. So I don't remember exactly, but I can just tell you how I am. I'd be like, you're done, buddy. Yep. And he'd be, he'd be, then he'd say, that was an accident. And I'd say, bullshit. Right. Yep. Paul yeah. Deemer actually has the sound effect of that happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what happens. All right, Karen, I got to tell you, I cannot bring myself to believe, after doing this for 10 years, I cannot, I truly cannot believe it was your first time doing stand-up comedy tonight. Well, the way that you did it and things. the way that you handled this interview, so fun, so positive, rolling with the fucking punches. You used your wisdom and your life experience to fucking stay in the zone up here tonight, and that's what it's all fucking about. I'm going to give you a big joke, Buck. There you go, Karen Jones, everybody. Hell yeah, you got it. Boom. What a great time. Fuck yeah, Karen. You did it. Yeah. And Final we, thoughts. We did not even get to the most interesting thing about All right, me. stop playing music. Stop playing music. Come on. Let us guess what it is, though. Okay. You, Let us you, guess you, what it is, you, all right? You, you okay. guess first, Theo. Mm, I don't have a guess yet. Okay. Red band? She has. She went to prison, or she did something awful, like murder somebody. No. Hold on. Let it. Let, let the rest of us guess. Okay. Um, I'm gonna guess that you have the ability to sing. All right. I know what it is. She was adopted. Ooh, good guess. Now you're getting me to go down a different rabbit hole, but I got one of those stories, too. Yeah, you got a rabbit Whoa. hole, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Things covered in white fur. <laughs> I'm not even going to comment on that. What's left of it is white. I know. Don't waste your money on electrolysis, women. I know. Your vagina is so white, it just called the cops on John Dees. <laughs> We have a report about a black guy confusing DMX and Lil Jon. Uh, 10-4. We're going to send a whole squad down. Uh. Very suspicious black man. He just confusing DMX and Lil Jon. Okay. The most interesting thing about you, I'm guessing, none of us nailed it. What is it, Karen Jones? You all came fairly close. But oh, my God, really? You got adopted by a... Uh, fuck, I can't remember. No, but, <laughs> but all that's for another day. I'll be back. But uh, my local newspaper ran a story just before Thanksgiving accusing me of being a uh, white supremacist terrorist. Oh, my God. And all of a sudden, the interview will last another four and a half minutes. Oh, no, I wish we could be continued. I wish we could be continued. I've got to knock this out. She might die before her next time on this show. I gotta, Look, I gotta find out now. I'll read a pamphlet, but I'm not gonna <laughs> commit to anything tonight. The Bakersfield Gazette. No, the Santa Barbara Independent. I shouldn't even say their name. Oh yeah. But the Santa Barbara. You, just, you just blew up their website right now, by the way. 
I think I'm the most read story they had last year. Explain to us why they thought you were a white supremacist. Well, they accused me of leading the Pledge of Allegiance on the Capitol steps on January 6th. (laughs) Were you there? I cannot confirm or deny. my god wow we're meeting a real one here tonight ladies and gentlemen holy shit little texas snow angel over here a californian made that fucking trip holy shit you must have been the only person that flew from the santa barbara airport to dc on that day that is I incredible. For those of you that don't know, Santa Barbara has to be... Well, I guess, actually, now that I think about it, it's probably pretty center, huh? Because there's so many wildly rich people there, and rich people are Republicans, because that's the way it goes. Oprah? <laughs> Prince oh. Harry? Ellen? No, those... those Dude, I'll are, beat the shit out of Prince Harry, yeah. dog. I could do that. Yeah. It's pretty loud. And I'll, I'll beat the shit out of Oprah. I'll beat the shit out of her pussy right now. Wait, no, 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 red band. No, red band. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. (laughs) Penalty on the field. Taking it too far on red band. Five minutes of silence. (laughs) Okay. That was intentional. What was intentional? His foul. Okay, Don't okay. Get more let, trouble? Let, let me talk with you about something. Okay. So you go there. We have to talk about it. All right. Me and my husband and three girlfriends, one of whom is a very well-known starlet from a TV show in okay. the '80s, whose name I can't say because she's Delta not Burke. under investigation. No, but you're. You know, we'll just say it's a pretty gal. I think Suzanne we know. Summers. I think we know who you're talking about. She's been on the show a lot lately. She lives here now. Suzanne Summers. We all went, and this is something, the people that inspired this hit piece on me, uh, because I'm president of my local government board in San Diego. You are? Yes. Mm -hmm. Not Santa Barbara, in my little town. They are going to be playing this at your next meeting, like, I hereby move to remove the leader. They already did that. woman, Chad and JT, go deep. (laughs) No, they already did that. Tony. And I just said, thank you. Is there another public comment? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because wow, I you just fucking, driving school. You just trumped that. it the whole time. You just fucking bodied them. Thank you. Next question. Yeah. Incredible. Okay. So let me ask you this. I gotta know. And let's just be honest, because we've already spilled so many beans that fucking we might as well go all the way. So January 6th, you fly there. How close do you make it? How close to being inside the Capitol do you get? And let me... Wait, what the fuck was that look? What the... Are you seeing this? Dude, wait a second. Were you wearing horns like that? (laughs) I would never go in a unpublic place. I would never go in a private office. But you but, paid taxes for that building. No, no. <laughs> I'm kidding, it's not I'm that. Kidding. It's that I have been to the Capitol multiple times on a weekday and there has never been any reason not to go in. There was never any anything. So I, it is a public building and I would never go in a restricted area 
But let me just say, the people that outed me to this, this free newspaper, they're called internet sleuths, and they don't have jobs, and they spend their time doing facial recognition to find us. But hold it. Let me make my point that I flew and went through TSA. I RSVP'd to the uh, event. Uh, Bank of America Wait, you RS... Our- hold it. Stop. Stop. I need a replay on the field. I'm calling for a replay. You said that you RSVP'd to January 6th? Yes. This is the most unbelievable. We are at 20 minutes and 15 seconds with this lady. That is about four, five, six times as long as your normal interview. And to be honest, I'm just getting started with her. No, I'm kidding. We got to put a ribbon on You want to put me in prison. No. Uh, I know. What did you do? Did you go into Nancy Pelosi's office? No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't do anything that uh, I thought was illegal. Okay. And after the fact, I will say that what you see on the news is a certain loop. And when they talk about the deadly riot... Four Trump people got killed. No police officers got killed. But I wasn't involved in any violence. Wait, what are people... I don't even know what you guys are booing. I'm on the... I'm on... Oh, a police officer did die. The next day of a stroke. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. He did, but four people who aren't reported... We hear of the one gal who was shot in the neck, but three other people died. One was trampled and beaten, a lady. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, anyway, hold on. Yeah, but <laughs> I wasn't involved in that. This is going off the rails, everybody. You know, if, this, is, uh, this interview is like January 6th. Like, everything was kind of fun and patriotic for a second. And <laughs> who gets trampled and beaten? That's the crazy thing to me, I think. Yeah. Like, who runs over somebody and then it's like... Yeah, throws the cup... Yeah. You know? Well, it's, it's pretty horrible, the video. It is. It's unfortunate. It, you it have to is. Be, you, you, but we did RSVP. There was a permitted event. And, you know, the reporting is pretty crazy on it. But there is no sleuthing needed. We, we bought plane tickets, all of our financial. Every time you use your ATM card, uh, the bank gave that. Gotcha, so, gotcha. We have been known... The FBI came to our house almost immediately. Right. Uh, Okay. All right. So how far in did you make it? All well, the way. All the way in. Um, if, you, if you go to the free newspaper, they have pictures of my husband and I. What uh, were you wearing that day? I, I was wearing a fleece. Uh, it, was, it was January. It was cold. Uh-huh. So I was wearing um, a fleece People pullover. forget how cold it was. You see a lot of people in muscle shirts out there. That was just the adrenaline. Well, no, it, it was very I like cold. fleeces. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I dressed appropriately for the weather. But, I, like, was it patriotic? Did you wear, like, a bandana or anything? Or? Fleece I'm, Navidad. <laughs> That's an old shirt joke. I, I, had, I had a hat on, but I didn't... What was the hat? Uh, just a Trump hat. <laughs> <laughs> was it just a normal Trump hat, or was it the red one? It wasn't red. I think it was camo. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. I'm hard as a rock right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. You might be the coolest fucking craziest. She had a shirt that said, I don't take it in the trunk. Yeah. (laughs) Karen, we love you. What a fucking appearance. Congratulations. One of the best first timers we've ever had on this show. Make some fucking noise for Karen, everybody.
Karen Jones, everybody. There she goes. All right, ladies and Directly gentlemen. Directly to jail. Karen's going to jail. Wait, I thought I... Um, yeah, that went so long, but this person's been waiting. It's really not fair. We're going to do a one last quick minute out of the bucket. Is that fair? This person's been waiting for 25 minutes. <laughs> Things got a little out of control with Karen. <laughs> Here, doing a minute. Real quick. Quick, extra quick interview. Make some noise for Carly Anderson, everybody. She's been waiting in the back for 25 minutes. Not an easy position to be in. Carly Anderson. I like to fuck on the first date. I think it's productive, straight to the point, leaves no surprises. I can't imagine fucking a guy for a whole month to find out he's got a small penis. And same goes for you guys, too. Imagine going out with a girl for a whole month to find out she also has a small penis. I've been dating, though. Dating in Austin's interesting. I get more Amber Alerts on my phone than I do texts back from guys. Like, what the fuck does seven-year-old Janessa have that I don't? I just got out of a situationship. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's like a relationship, but only one of you knows that. He told me that he loves me, but he's not in love with me. And to me, that sounds like, I fuck men in the ass, but I'm not gay. That's my time. Thank you. Okay, Carly Anderson, welcome to the show. How long you been doing stand-up? Um, like two years now. I love it. You yeah. all of it here in Austin? No. Um, I've been in Austin since, since September. Okay. Yeah. Where were you before that? Arizona. Phoenix? Yeah. Nice. There's a big scene there. Yeah. All right. I was actually on the show once before, but under a different name. Was that in Phoenix or here? Here. Okay. Why'd you change your name? Um, my stage name was Beaster McGillicuddy. And <laughs> okay. And now you've gone to your actual name. Yes. Yeah. All right. You left the old porn name behind and uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So welcome back to the show under your new God-given name, yep. as they call it. Any mm -hmm. chance you were at the Capitol on January 6th? Because... The last no. interview was a fucking doozy. <laughs> so I heard. Um, no, I was not there. Okay. Yeah. What do you do for work? I'm a barista. Okay. All right. What the fuck? Is that obvious? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you look like you were made in a coffee shop in Austin. <laughs> the bangs, the bad tattoos, the oh. nose piercings. It's, oh, it's, it's a whole thing. I, I think, yeah, you seem like a nice person, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to go out, Theo? Or? Huh? Whoa. Are you trying to go out? <laughs> trying to go out? Yeah, like on a date with me? Or? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'll think about it while I'm... I'll think about it right now. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. You're single right now. I am single, yeah. Okay. Last relationship you were in, what was that like? I was engaged, actually. Whoa. Yes. What went I was on there? engaged. He gave um, you a nose ring? <laughs> Worse, Stupid. a lip ring. Um, uh, yeah, cold no. sore, you mean? Okay, go ahead. 
Ringworm. No, no, Ringworm. No. <laughs> no, I was engaged. Um, I found out that he was cheating on me right after we had just planned the whole wedding. God damn. How did you find out? You went through his phone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Was it when he was sleeping? It was when he was sleeping. Okay. Did you you did you know his passcode or did you use no, his face I as didn't. the face activator? <laughs> I know I all did. the bitch tricks, guys. I've been, I'm like a black belt at this. I sleep with my phone in between my hands. <laughs> 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 oh I shit! Did. I did know his passcode. Um, he got a text from his sister-in-law, actually, and I just opened it because at the time... It says sister-in-law is the contact? No! <laughs> from his sister-in-law, Marissa, and at the time she was going through a divorce with his brother, so I opened oh. it, and uh, it turns out he was fucking his sister-in-law. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, you're pulling a real Karen Jones here because I'm coming up with more questions <laughs> as this goes. So let me just ask you this. Did you, um, first of all, how did you confront him? Immediately? Did you wake him um, up? Oh, yeah. You motherfucker? Yeah. Right. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. That is a yeah. rude awakening. What happened? Take fuck. us through like the Let's moment. Go through Take it. us through what happened. Step by step. Day by yeah. day. Because um, this has happened to me. I, I want to see what I socked him in the face while he was sleeping. Say that again? For real. I socked him in the face while he was sleeping. Oh, that's not right. That's jumping to conclusions. Kind of, you didn't even ask him about it? <laughs> like I really had to because okay when I saw the text from the sister-in-law I also saw that he was texting three other women right so it was like finding out that your fiance is cheating on you with four women and you have a wedding planned and everything yeah you fought the law and the sister-in-law won you know what I'm saying all right so three other women. Did you know the three other women, too, close no, to you? No, they were, anyone? like, groupie girls. Why would they? Oh, he was a comedian? He was a musician. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Guitarist. Nope, drummer. Whoa. <laughs> Nothing worse than getting yeah. cheated on by a drummer. Yeah, yeah. what the Jesus. <laughs> but it's kind Wait, of cool. What? Now he's homeless. Matt Muling's doing fuck you drummer jokes <laughs> over here. It's kind of cool, though, because when his band found out what he did to me, they kicked him out of the band. Whoa. They and were disturbed? Was that the band? Dis- <laughs> Foo they Fighters? They were disturbed by what he did. Um, and then they signed a record deal to Sony afterwards. They signed Apple. a record deal after they kicked him out? Oh, look at you. Okay, Karma's now here's the million-dollar question that I've been sitting on for about five minutes. Okay. Did you immediately contact his brother that was married to the sister-in-law. No. You let that secret go. They were go. going through a divorce. It was like, I don't even want to... Oh, they were he going through a divorce. He was cheating on her. She was cheating on him. It was like, why even get in the middle of that? <laughs> Do you think he ever found out that his own brother was banging his wife? I Cozy. hope he watches this fucking episode. Because <laughs> no, probably not. No, you didn't? No. Okay. No. So you think he, he never found out? No, and they lived together, too. Oh, When I kicked my. him out, he moved in with his brother. Whoa. So. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Why are they Irish all of a sudden? Are they Irish? <laughs> Irish? No, I don't think so. Man, that is unbelievably entertaining. Uh, if I had a big joke book, I'd give it to you. Um, we will figure that out. 
How much? Uh, what's the longest stand-up set you've ever done before? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen minutes. Uh, I'd love to have you on the Secret Show Thursday. Boom! Oh, awesome. You just got Thank booked you. on a real show. An unbelievably entertaining interview set. Make some noise for Carly Anderson, everybody. Oh shit, she is trying to move in on the Theo Von stock right now. That'll be an interesting storyline to follow. I don't know if you guys hear that fucking beat, that rhythm, that sweet, sweet underlying tone, but while Hans and David are out doing whatever they're doing, there's one man that stays loyal to the soil. Yeah. There's one guy that never calls in sick. There's one guy that's never gonna stop. Some people call him the Big Red Machine, the Memphis Strangler, the man with the most sets in Kill Tony history, ramping up for the 10-year anniversary, over five years on the show, hundreds of sets. I give to you the one and only William Montgomery. Guys, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ever since getting our dog, I started working at the vet's office, and I've got to tell y'all, the number of dogs identifying as cats these days is outrageous. <laughs> we actually had to put a dog to sleep, and it was kind of sad because his last meal request was a pair of Jordan sneakers. <laughs> The vet has a board of directors full of horses, which sounds good, but we can't ever agree on anything because they never vote yay. <laughs> we had to pump one horse full of steroids, and the side effect was he started setting home run records. Okay, that's my time. <laughs> Exactly 59 seconds from the man, the myth, and the big red legend, William Montgomery, rocking what appears to be a brand new hockey jersey here tonight. Christmas, huh? It is. I got to give it up. Rest in peace, Derek Bugard, the boogeyman. I recently got into hockey, and I love watching his YouTube videos where he's beating the shit out of people, but he ended up getting addicted to opiates and sadly killed himself. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, it's a tragic story, but it's fun watching him beat the shit out of people out on the ice. So I came today from eBay. I'm still getting shit on eBay. That's nice. Very nice. Wow. How long ago did he kill himself? Uh, I should have done more research on him (laughs) since I'm wearing his fucking jersey. Do Do you know how he did it? Yeah, I think he just overdosed on uh, pills. Okay. All right. There you go. Yep. All right. What else is going on, William? I just... Theo, Uh, I have to ask you, did I... I can't remember our last interaction. Did I make something up that I owe you $20,000? Because we have to... We have to squash this beef up here because I swear to God, I got swatted literally yesterday... The whole SWAT team came to our little apartment. People are literally after me, Theo, thinking that I owe you money. We have to squash the beef now. I'm not even kidding. We have to. 
Yeah, I feel you, dude. I don't think this is the time really to discuss it, first of all. And second of all, um, you know how I feel about it. Okay, well, I'm sorry I owe you that 20 fucking thousand dollars, dude. Wait, why? why? So am I, guy. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to pay you back. What? what then happened? do that. Okay, I regret bringing it up again. I thought you were going to... What happened? Why, huh? why does he... He owes the guy the, the money. The, he owes it. Yeah, no, it's... He owes it, boy. He'll fucking pay 20, it. 20000 I thought you were going to try to tell... Uh, literally, I'm getting messages from people. People, it's really bad. You have to tell people that I paid you back. I'm going to pay you back. Yeah, I'll tell them when it's done. That's how things work. That's how time works. You have to pay him. You make that on Cameo in like a day. Who said yeah? That what guy piece of knows. shit said yeah? That guy knows. That's the beta guy that's banging the chick that uh, did something earlier. I can't remember. Looks like a real faggot down there. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. I've never heard young Santa Claus use those words before. This is incredible. I'm totally kidding. Okay, Theo, I regret bringing it up, okay? I thought you were going to tell the people that I paid you back already, but you're not going to tell them? No, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Is there any other way that you can perhaps, uh, you know, pay a debt to Theo? Nope. (laughs) So literally just the cash. Theo wants $20,000 in a gym bag. Jesus Christ, there's some guy over there that really wants to see William's tits. Absolutely incredible. What do you you have for this guy, William? This guy's saying, show your tits. That's what this guy came up with, this fucking... uh... Looks Native American. Yeah, he looks like, uh, what's that fucking movie? Momoa or whatever? Uh, Oh, Moana. Moana. Has anyone ever told you you look like Moana? All the time, I bet. Juicy fruit. So, William, tell us, what else is going on this week? Well, my sciatic nerve is still acting up, so, Tony, you're not going to like hearing this, but I just downloaded Diablo 4 a couple days ago. I'm already at a 47 Necromancer, level 47 Necromancer, so I have really been hitting it hard. And, yeah, my sciatic nerve, I haven't been able to work out in two weeks. It's bad. I'm not feeling good, Tony. So you decided to get a video game? Yes, and I've been playing a bunch, and I was really hoping Theo was going to help me squash this thing. I'm going to get even more messages after all that. I can't believe it. I don't know you. <laughs> so I would do something, I think, but I don't know you. I like you, I think. That's a, that's a pretty... But you're pushing on that. That's a pretty big endorsement. I know you, I think, is one of the nicest things I've ever heard anybody say about William. Well, you might not be getting your money back then. Whoa! I swear to God, ever so, I was wondering how you were going to respond to this tonight. You might not be getting that 20K back. What? Yeah, dude. After everything, I thought we had talked earlier and you said you were going to say that I paid you back. But now you're not going with it. I don't know you, sir. And... You were playing a video game or something all the time while I need some money. Yeah. Okay, well, you're not getting it back. Okay. I'll give you another $2,000 to never ask me about it again. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. So now you only owe him eighteen thousand. Yeah, that's incredible. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Absolutely amazing. How do you plan on repaying him? What are some side gigs that you're going to do to? Uh... Great question. Yeah. Well, I wasn't kidding when I said I started working at a vet's office. I'm getting eighteen an hour, so I should be able to pay you back in a year or so. Okay. So let's make it a year from today. I'll pay you back. Oh, God. One year from today. Come on. All right. Okay, All a right. year from today, I'll pay you back 18000 okay. Deal. Great. How do we put a ribbon on this thing, William? Anything you're passionate about, perhaps, this week? Anything happened to you or uh, anything going on in your life which might bring a little more energy than uh, what yeah, you have? Yeah, besides right? spending my money on the clothes of deceased pill heads. <laughs> <laughs> this was a $6,000 jersey, Theo. Come on, man. Who the fuck are you, dude? God, seriously, who are you? Yeah, that's Ray Romano's son. Yeah. That is. It is. It's Parmesan. Parmesan Romano. D laughed at that, and he doesn't even know what you look like. That's hilarious. That's how good that was. <laughs> he looks like Ray Romano's, yeah, cheesier son. Okay, William, you know that guy. You work with him every week. There's a part where we're in the green room before and after the show. I 100% know you, but I cannot think of your name right now. Oh, my goodness. That is just rude. Oh, shit. It's not... I'm not being mean. Oh, I just shit. cannot... I'm bad with names. I don't I know can't if you guys recognize that right song. That my name's Paul. <laughs> Paul, nice to meet you. <laughs> wow. You, you hear that? Yeah. You... <laughs> I love my little dog, my little dog. I got her a couple months ago now, and now I work where I take her to the hospital. I got a job at the veterinary place. How do you say it? Veterinary or veterinary? You work there. I'm working with the veterinaries. I love my little dog. Yes, Mr. I do. Yes, yes I, I do. Theo, uh, I promise you I'll pay you 18000 a year from today. I regret bringing it up. Ladies and gentlemen, make some Thank fucking noise you. for the one and only William Montgomery. This is it. The final episode recorded before the 10-year anniversary. How loud can this place get for motherfucking Theo Vaughn, huh? Come on! Coming into Austin, Texas and absolutely dominating multiple sold-out theaters, multiple sold-out shows here in Austin. TheoVaughn.com this past weekend. Numerous Netflix specials. One more time for the best damn band in the land, the Kill Tony Band. Paul Deemer, John Dees, D Madness, and Matt Muling. Exclusive Kill Tony merch available in the lobby right now. You're going to see it on your way out. This is your only chance to get it. You can only get it here. The drawing from Ryan J. Ebelt is in. It is Theo Vaughn. Check that crazy shit out. That's you. Fuck yeah. 
And make some noise for the local artist Chris Rogers with a new drawing. He did that while you were all sitting there. That is indeed the guitarist Matt Muling. All right, we did it again. Go to killmerch.com. Make sure you uh, know what's up. Thank you to the Red Rose, the Yellow Rose, Gel Blaster, Austin Security Guard Service, and Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey Red Band. Secret show every Thursday. Go to sunsetstripatx.com. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Yeah.